0: All right, we're back, episode eight, in off the bench, Join with the crew, Jim Cross, Randy Jowers, I am Daniel Ball, the Keeper of the Peace, and gentlemen, I feel like tonight it's going to get a little heated, and I've been waiting for this night for a really long time because, you know... With Westbrook on one side and with Randy on the other, like it's it's gonna get it's gonna get intense. And I, I'm ready to stoke the flames and extinguish them when needed. But before we hop into that, Randy, you've been a busy guy, man. Just uh just help me. How do you how do you stay balanced, man? You working, you got kids, you got hobbies, you got this, you got that, like help me, like what's the I- secret?
1: There's no secret. You just run around all day long. You field calls. You work. You do your thing. You come home. You grab this, if my wife is listening, the most delicious meals ever. You talk to your children. You ask them, what was your favorite part of the day? Because I do that every day. And then you get on here and you argue with your boys about Russell Westbrook being overrated, John Morant being the, you know, the next best thing.
0: We, we're very lucky. We're, we're very blessed. Blessed so, indeed. Um, Jim... What do you say? You have any secrets to balancing soccer and baseball and businesses and wife? And because I'm I'm struggling right now.
2: Yeah, it's called a Xanax prescription. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna try to go without that. I'll I'll run out my aggression or lift out my aggressions. I'd, I'd rather rather not get on the 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 prescription route.
1: I'm so a, want, uh, wait, wait,
0: wait!
1: special K. K. We talked about this earlier, though. You went from running a marathon to running on the Peloton.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't even want to talk about my, my uh, preferred mode of working out these days because the We're CEO and it. CEO and founder has lost his damn mind. But that's uh, for another, another day, another day. Um, hopefully, things will get back right, and I can go back to doing what I like to do as far as the gym, but enough of that nonsense. We got NBA predictions to jump into. So originally I had slated for us to talk about the opening of the season and when and where and how, but over the past week we found out that we're gonna be in Orlando, uh, the top 22 teams, 20 teams. We'll be there and it'll be eight games to decide, the top eight in the east and the top eight in the west. And there's a lot of a lot of good avenues, a lot of easy avenues, but there's also our teams I think are probably may have the toughest road to hold. So uh you know, Randy, I'll start with you. Is is this is this a win or would you have rather seen more games played or a bigger playoff or what were you looking forward to before they announced this
1: you know it's a win because we're getting basketball I I don't really care how we get it right so I understand what they were doing I think they did kind of pander to your the stars right when Damian Lillard started chirping it's a smart business move by him because if not if those guys go you know what we're in now is the players league for the long time it might not have been like that but now know, these players get so much say that you want guys like Dame and and Zion and those guys to get the chance. So you bring them back, you give them a shot at the playoffs, albeit an outside shot being three and a half games back. I'm just excited that we're going to see some basketball.
0: Yeah, you you talk about a player's league. Is it – what's the difference between – Jim, what's the difference between this and baseball? Baseball's a player's league, and they're not having any – Any consensus, they're not even close to having any kind of settlement as far as when to start or how to start.
2: Do you think it might have something to do with the fact that they have already played so much basketball because baseball hasn't gotten off the ground yet? So, I think basketball, they're wanting to finish what they started, wouldn't you think?
0: Yeah, I just – to me, being a competitor and you train and you work so hard for something, especially these young guys who are – trying to make a name for themselves and like they just put yourself in in someone's place they just had an opportunity to make a big league team and now they're saying oh we're not going to let you play like one year of like not doing anything is tough i mean especially if you're a young player if you're a established player it's a little bit easier i guess but you don't have anything to prove but these young guys i got got to prove themselves like this this sucks and there's not a damn thing they can do about it so I agree with Randy I'm just glad we're having something and I think NBA is doing a great job of of taking taking it and and starting it and saying you know what we got to do something here's what we got we came together we decided on this together it wasn't one side versus the other we collaboratively and collectively came up with something
2: yeah, I think they did great because eight games, you know, Randy brought it up when you talk about Dane and Zion and stuff, right? At the very minimum, if they don't make the playoffs, you at least get eight games more of those guys, right? And same thing if you even want to say the Wizards with Bradley Beal because he was on fire when this whole thing shut down. So you at the very minimum get a little taste of that before you go into that playoff run. So I think everybody wins except for maybe the Memphis Grizzlies, but, you know.
1: I mean, it's really – talking about the Grizzlies, it's kind of – it's set up – it gives them a big advantage, three and a half games up they would if they go three and five, the other teams would have to go six and two at best to pass them so i mean i'm not mad at the way they did the grizzlies
0: so so let's let 's start with this so Jim, tell us what we do know. We do know they have eight games to play and how does it shake out or are, are, is seeding changing based on eight games Are all of these teams playing eight games? How is it working?
2: Yeah, all these teams are playing eight games and I didn't know until earlier, got to look at the schedule. So Randy said they were out on Twitter to see and some are obviously easier than others. Not everybody's going to have the, the schedule fall out the same, but yeah, all the seating is interchangeable. And as far as the eight seed, as y'all know already, that if you're within four games and you are the non-spot, you get a play-in series. But this is where Randy is talking about the Grizzlies have advantage. You're going to have to beat them twice out of three games. And, yeah, a lot of people want to throw out the Pelicans have beaten them twice. But, you know, it's hard to beat somebody in two out of three games, especially when you don't have any kind of home court advantage at the neutral site. And I think specifically when you're talking about the Grizzlies, and I know we'll break down deeper, but they got completely healthy, which is something they were not going into all this. So – it probably does benefit them, but everybody can shift and change. And the one note I would add is between the three and the seven uh, seeds in the West, they are all two and a half games total. So with eight games, that can completely shake out differently.
0: So, Randy, who, who has the, the toughest road as far as either maintaining seeding or trying to just battle their way in? Who has the toughest road?
1: I think uh, a lot of Grizzlies fans I've been seeing think it's them, but honestly, you know I think the toughest other than your outside shots, like I don't Washington, they have no chance. the The Phoenix Suns, they have no chance. I mean, I guess mathematically they do, but I'm thinking that you're you're talking right there in that mix of the Blazers and the Pelicans. And if I had to pick one, I'm going to say it's going to be the Blazers because of all the pressure is going to be on them because everybody's looking like, "Hey, Dane, you asked for this. You're the one that wanted the chance to get in. Now you got it. So y'all better do work."
0: Gotcha. Joe, who do you think has the toughest road?
2: I mean, it's easy to say the Blazers, but to go a different route, I would go the other team and say the Pelicans just because you're talking about young guys with a lot of pressure and have never been in a situation like this before. Um, So, I definitely think it's hard for them. And then a team that's in the mix that you can definitely say now because of the blow they took is the Spurs losing LaMarcus Aldridge. So, not – yeah, not having one of their star players – by far the hardest road. And I think, as Randy just said in the background, it's, it's a wrap. The, the Spurs have had the, the longest run, and it was, a, it was a nice run. But I don't think even Popovich can get uh, find a way through this.
1: Hey, do you think that maybe this is going to help the young guys, though? Because this is more like the NCAA tournament than they've ever been before. Man, you, they don't know any different, right? They're not coming in. And what helps them tremendously is not having to go against LeBron James and Anthony Davis and John Rondo and those guys in the first round. They're going to get – you know, uh, they get a chance to get there.
0: I think the first eight games are going to be very interesting. I think once we hit that playoff route, I think after eight games, you're going to see a lot of teams hit that stride. Um, I think the
1: what, basketball sucks? I,
0: I would imagine that at first it would. Like, it, it's going to – just being at a neutral site I mean obviously I guess they're gonna have some time to practice together prior to playing a game but still simulating a game is gonna be very different I think you you might see three or four games just really suck like I hope not because I I I think I want people to be invested in watching it through its entirety but I mean I I I don't necessarily want to see the Washington Wizards take on the Orlando Magic. I mean, one, I don't care who wins. And two, like, you're looking at the two worst teams there. Um, But you never know. Those guys are professionals. They shit. I mean, their basketball courts and their homes are – better than anything I probably stepped foot on. So, like, I
1: was – You got
2: some guys who have a basketball court and some haven't played because they talked about Giannis reigning MVP, didn't have a basketball goal.
1: John Moran either.
2: I think think the teams that have – that depend on chemistry, right, ball movement more and everything, I think those are the teams that will suffer more at first. When you look at teams that maybe have more of a player dominance where one or two guys kind of do all the work – then they may not struggle as much because they're going to go back to their normal. Uh, just let everybody go to work. To so the, the Rockets, I'm seeing a right, setup right. here. Yeah, I think the Rockets might be right because just just let Harden and Westbrook do their thing, right? And then a couple maybe the guys like LeBron job.
1: and AD. You know, maybe those guys.
2: Man, LeBron, LeBron ain't ready. No, we'll, we'll ready. get there in a minute.
1: Yeah, look, we're talking about who's who's the real. You know, who wins? Are we happy with it? You know, who's happy about this is Disney. I mean, these dudes, they they don't even open until mid-July. So they're losing all that revenue. Y'all know I'm going financial here. And then the (laughs) NBA, check this out. This is just an estimated report that ESPN would lose $481 million in ad revenue if they don't do playoffs. Almost half a billion dollars. That's so ESPN owned by Disney. They're like, oh, shit, we got to do something. Y'all can have our whole park.
2: Hey, Daniel, we need to get some music for, like, this part where, it's, you know, Randy's financial segment where he drops something awesome like that on us because he's going to do it every episode, and we love it so much. And so we need to get some sort of little tune that comes in before he drops it.
0: RSNBC. Oh, no, you did. No. So – What what we don't know is how things are going to shake out with seeding. We know the teams, we know where, we know when it's going to start, we know the format and the structure. So I think this is the fun part, guys, is we we get to do some predictions. We get to talk about who we think is going to be those top eight, and we'll take it further, and we'll eventually break down the whole playoffs tonight into who we think is going to take it all home for the year of the coronavirus. So,
1: is there going to be an
0: asterisk beside this? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. The number of games that they've played, I mean, I would consider the winner of this just another winner. Like, well, you know, I, I just don't see it now.
1: But you know what's going to happen, though. Those those people that hate LeBron, if he wins another title, it's like, oh, man, you know, he, Jordan didn't ever have to win a shortened season title.
2: Yeah, but they so, were the number 1 seed and playing the best basketball. So I mean that's a I mean that's definitely a hater's argument.
0: True. What is there a team that you you would be okay with out, outside of those you know top 4 in each I mean obviously Jim you'd probably got to say Houston but Is there a team that we're not looking at that you'd be like, oh, man, it'd be be cool this year if if they won it all? If it's not my team, I'd be all right with them.
2: Well, yeah, the the obvious would be Memphis, right, hometown, but to make it different, I mean, I'm I'm a big Luka guy, you know, and I know you asked me who you should have for a favorite player, right? And he's so likable, which is actually not something that's normally my thing, which is why I think it should be your thing because – that's a characteristic of you. So I think he's such a likable guy. If he found a way to win for Dallas, and then on top of that, I think Mark Cuban's likable. That's debatable for some people, but he's not love...
1: likable at all.
2: Yes, he is, man. I love By him you. Business, you love Russell
1: Westbrook though. Man.
2: I like I like people who are argumentative. What can I tell you? But no. I would I would say Dallas if we're not gonna say the obvious in Memphis.
0: I got so, a different one. I, we're gonna we're gonna get to my favorite favorite player, because that, that's what we're closing with tonight, because I, I've I got to have something other than the Grizzlies to, to root for. And if hell, you don't, though. You're right. You're actually right. I don't, because there's a lot of young talent on the Grizzlies. Why not just just follow one of them? Hey,
1: but i got a different team, and I, and I, and I think that and everybody wrote them off, and they came out blazing, right? The Oklahoma City Thunder. You lose Kevin Durant. You lose Russell Westbrook. Years ago, you lose James Harden. Everybody leaves you for dead. CP3 gets in on a trade that everybody just basically like a washout. Dude's going to finish his career as a bottom feeder. And those dudes are, you know, top five. I mean, they're they're playing good basketball. And they got a ton of young talent. Shout out to the Thunder. Oh, and by the way, that's where Chris Paul spent his uh, rookie year playing after Katrina happened. Spent two years playing in Oklahoma City, bringing it back to OKC.
0: Didn't that that Paul George guy play for them too?
1: He did. What a great one. Yeah, but you know what? You They're going to be a favorite. They're not going to be some one of those coming up from the rear teams. But could you – who <laughs>
0: – let's take the top three in the east, Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, the top three in the west, the Lakers, the Clippers, and Denver. Who is more likely to lose in each of, each of those conferences?
1: Raptors in the east. Nuggets Denver in the
0: wet. Wet. Yeah. yeah, I think Denver is the easy, the easy choice. But, I mean, they're only one game back of the Clippers. So, I mean, how, I, if you say, why couldn't it be the Clippers? Why does it have to be Denver? Well, I think well, when,
1: they were, when they stopped playing for the season, those guys were on a roll. I mean, they, they were firing off on all cylinders. I, I just think they got too much talent. And you got a guy that we've seen lock into playoff mode in Kawhi Leonard who may be the best player in the league right now.
2: And to fit the, the discussion we're having, he's talking about the Thunder. I'm talking about the Rockets. You know, there's a good chance that that's one of the teams that Denver has to play. And obviously, with him talking about the way the Thunder are, and you know the, the possibilities when you're talking about Westbrook and Harden, I think you don't want that draw personally. I want, if I'm, if I'm them, I want Utah in, hopefully a, a busted locker room after the coronavirus.
1: Hey, are we going to talk about the fact that James Harden's not a chubby guy anymore? What happened? Uh, I I think the coronavirus like it went the other way for him. He stopped eating. He stopped eating bad. No. Or did he shave I mean, his beard? I can't figure this out. He, he wasn't got out on
2: that peloton. No, nah, he wasn't out drinking all night at the strip clubs because they were closed.
1: Oh, he wasn't pulling a Jim Cross back in the. Oh no, oh, we're going, too hell. much, too much. Oh, whoa, whoa.
0: Okay. We uh, gotta publish that. Put that out there right now.
1: This off, is off this the is track. like the last dance. Don't air that. Yeah,
0: I'm going to show you my iPod, or my iPad, Randy, of Jim back in the day. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm surprised, Jim, you didn't go with Miami with their fresh jerseys and all.
2: Well, you said outside of the top four, and I hate to uh, drop that on you, but they're in the fourth spot.
1: I think I said outside of the top yeah, three. Top three, yeah. No, no they he are said in the fourth spot. No
2: he, no, he said in the top three who could lose. His other question was directed yeah, yeah. outside
1: of top four. No, you're right. You're right. And then yeah. We, yeah. You're right. You're right. It's all good.
2: It's okay. Play is messed up.
1: <laughs> I mean, you repeated it a little backwards. But that's neither here nor there. Let's move on.
0: Yeah. So, predictions. We're going to start because I think we all have some interest in the West. I think we're going to start with the East. We'll break that down. Jim, give me, give me your final eight seeds in the East.
2: Well, I'm going to make it simple. There's going to be only one change. I think Philly will interchange with Indy and get the five spot. So it's just going to roll just like this. Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, Philly, Indy, Brooklyn, Orlando. I don't think there's much to change. Washington has too much ground to cover I like the top four teams in the East. I do think Toronto has overachieved, but I don't know with what we've been talking about, chemistry issues, you haven't been playing much, if Boston will be able to make up three games or if they even care for that matter. So I think Toronto holds that spot, and so everything lays out the same. I think Philly wants to move up, uh, you know, and try to get up further possibly. You know, it's interesting because you're only fighting for chemistry, right, because you're not fighting for home court anymore
0: true but is is being at a neutral site with no fans is that a benefit is that a benefit or a hindrance to me I think it's it almost hurts both teams like more than it helps them right like, you
2: know it's it's definitely gonna affect them but I think you know we know that some teams you know feed off the crowd more than others so it'll, it'll hurt other teams more than so, you know, maybe you try to do it for a matchup, obviously, if you feel like you have a better matchup. I mean, we're sitting here talking about Toronto. I, I guess in theory, you know, if you're, if you're Brooklyn, a half game over Orlando, I mean, you're fighting for your life to stay there, right, because you know if you get Milwaukee, you're getting a death penalty.
0: Yeah, I, I think he, you, you want to finish in the bottom half of that bracket at all costs. I, don't, I think you want to stay away from Milwaukee as long as possible. Um, but I mean, that's, that's a debatable topic because if you're going to have to meet them at some point, you're going to have to beat them. So do you want to play them earlier when you've had less wear and tear on your body? Or do you want to play them later after you maybe stretched out two seven game series to get there? Um, Uh, well,
2: just to ask Randy a question real quick, because we discussed it a little bit, but now it has been, uh, you know, it has been put aside. It's not going to happen. But if KD would have came back, Randy, uh-huh. would they? They would have obviously knocked off Toronto or possibly Boston, right? You think?
1: Man, it'd be tough if they if if KD was come back and Kyrie was come back with Dinwiddie. That's a tough squad.
0: Even with with no team practice or no no basketball, just rehabbing, you think they
1: uh, they got no. a shot? Look, man, shoot or shoot. Those guys are ballers.
2: Yeah, those are a couple of the players I was just talking about who can just do it on their own. KD's going to get his shot no matter what. Kyrie's going to cross you up no matter what.
0: Except for when he was with OKC. He just he just couldn't get it done. Uh, some say it was the company that he was with, <laughs> and some say it was just not meant to be.
1: But I know that his mama was the MVP, though. Hey, go on ahead and brush that beard, big dog. You know we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but this
2: this is my way. Look, y'all asked me to bring this prop with me, keep that beard smooth. And so instead of arguing, every time I feel like I might, you know, bust out with some curse words, I'm just going to start doing this.
1: Look, Because I'll drop be-
2: statistics to throw that Kevin Durant thing out.
1: Oh, we could drop him all day because he let him in points. Oh, he let him in all kind of stuff. When we're gonna, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about that field goal percentage
2: or the turnovers and when it mattered the most. Yeah, career.
1: yeah, we can. We can talk about the Russell Westbrook who has the worst shooting percentage and the worst turnover percentage in the last ten years. We can. We're that. in the
0: Eastern Conference. We haven't even made it to the Western Conference.
2: And hey, you started this firing with Kevin Durant. Off. Getting
1: fired up. There's, there's
2: a big snake pit in Brooklyn.
1: We're gonna go like this. Look, my East is like it's all chalk. It looks just like it sits. I don't think – for one, I hate the way the Sixers are constructed. I don't think that it's, it's, it's good. I think that they just got a bunch of players. They don't have a team. I don't even think that they're going to move up any. So, I'm going to go one through eight just like it sits. Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, Indiana, Philly, Brooklyn, Orlando.
0: Not too shabby. I, I'm – the only change that I have is I have Philly moving up to the four and Miami dropping to the six. Um. I, I don't see any other changes. I think I could definitely see it finishing out the way it sits now. Uh, just for sake of argument, I want to have some type of movement. But the, the movement that I see, I think I see the, the Sixers moving up a couple games uh, before I see anybody else dropping from the top or Brooklyn or Orlando making any kind of push.
1: You know, we talked uh, about the crowd thing. Mm -hmm. I think that the crowd thing is really – it's not going to affect the veteran teams. It's going to affect the young teams that do feed off of that. And and I say that with the exception. I'm going to make an exception for Boston because I think that they're so well coached and they have just enough veteran leadership. But, like, young teams like Miami and even Brooklyn, they got a lot of young players that I think are going to be serious. I think those are the ones – even the Grizzlies, I love them to death. But they definitely – if you've been to a game in the grindhouse, they feed – off of that energy. So when they don't have that like LeBron, he doesn't care about that.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll add to that Randy. I just looked at it. The heat this year were 27 and 5 at home and 14 yeah. and 19 away. So
1: yeah. Daniel might have been on to
2: something. That may have been why he moved them down because they need to be at home.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they kind of they'll be uh the only other team that'll be closer to home is Orlando. Yeah.
0: Man, they what go, they got they, home they go court. they might be sitting at home after eight games.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I doubt it, but – So, after they get put out, do they have to stay there for 14 days? I mean, how's this work? Are they going to quarantine everybody until this is over? Shit. Are those going to be the fans in the stands? Are they going to come in, like, tournament style and have their backpacks on with their drawstrings and their goodie bags watching the other games?
0: I think that's what they should do. They should just, like, stagger them throughout the arena and make them sit as fans.
1: Hey, shout out to the Korean Baseball League for putting all of the stuffed animals. Stuffed animals. I mean, that is exa- – if they don't have the players sitting back behind them, I want stuffed animals in the stands.
0: You know? think it's possible that Disney would hire back all the people that are Mickey and Minnie and they dress up and they just put them in the stands in their little costumes?
1: Yeah, because they got masks on, right? That's uh, yeah. Safe.
2: Yeah. Damn helmet.
1: Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love the, I love the idea. Here, here's sideline reporters chip and dale
2: <laughs>
1: but hey, mickey, is, minutes, mickey and hey, minnie wife, don't come out to, to the finals no. my uh,
2: wife yeah. would 100 tune in so this actually could be a good thing if you were to really do something like that that's crazy i, I think it. i'm on to something i
0: think i, I think,
1: think you too I, hey own it right here in, in off the bench comes up with this idea we need royalties
0: Yep, and you want kids to be active in it? Like, my, my daughter would sit there and watch it all day. If if Mick and men were on there, shoot, you throw Princess Jasmine on there, it's it's over
2: with. Ooh, we're going to yeah, start that got the conversation half-time
0: show again. Yeah, a halftime show is going to be phenomenal. Phenomenal. Agreed. All right, so the way it sits for me in the east, Milwaukee taking on Orlando. Philly taking on Indiana, Boston taking on Miami, Toronto taking on Brooklyn. So from there, I'll I'll give you my my top four in the East. Milwaukee, Philly, Boston, Toronto. Jim, where do you sit with your top four in the East?
2: I am going to say Milwaukee wins, Toronto wins, Boston wins. And because I moved Philly into that five and because we just talked about Miami away from home, Give me Philly taking out Miami in the first round.
0: Hey, I like Philly. I
2: I, I don't mind Philly. I Randy. don't understand Randy saying he don't like Philly. Tobias Harris is his guy.
1: I love Tobias. I just think they got like eight thousand forwards. <laughs> They're like the Bears and tight ends.
2: Oh man!
0: <laughs> Shoot, Randy, top four in the East.
1: I'm gonna go with the Bucks, the Raptors. Celtics and the Heat, y'all are just sleeping on that young Heat team down there.
0: They got what it takes to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: Oh, I didn't say all that. Well, uh, hey, you know what? They also
2: got Iggy on their team, and you should definitely be rooting against them for that. Yeah, no,
0: that, but, dude, that dude can.
1: Well, can I look. I'm not a PG,
0: look, but he could He could do some stuff. I can't stand that dude.
1: I'm not going to go. Not quite as
0: much as James Harden's hatred, but I definitely don't like Andre Iguodala. He can – all right, I got to stop or I'm, I'm going to say something. Anyhow, so I got the Bucks and the Celtics in the finals. Jim, who do you got in the finals?
2: I got the Bucs and the Celtics.
1: Well, now I don't want to pick that.
0: I mean, it, I think the East is where – it, it's the easiest. I, uh, the Bucks are by far the best team, and the Celtics I think are better than the Raptors, despite what the record shows. But I mean, who who else who else is gonna who else going to be?
1: No, I agree. It's going to be. I, I think it's the Celtics, and I think that we probably all agree that the Bucks have the best player, but the Celtics have the best coach. I mean, I, I think we can all agree on that in the East.
0: Yeah, I I have Milwaukee going to the finals, but I wouldn't put it past Boston to beat them.
2: Yeah, to your point Randy, you know, you had me listen to all the Smoke podcast and they had Jason Tatum on there and they talked about how he kind of didn't want to go to Boston and then Coach K told him, man, playing for Coach Stevens that's a that's a blessing.
1: Yeah, and what a what a compliment that is coming from one of the greatest coaches of all time and Coach K, not just in college, but the dude came back and revived the uh, USA team with Kobe and LeBron. I mean, who – I mean, obviously, we – I think you and I – How difficult was that? Yeah, but I'm saying, hey, look, we had gone some years where we weren't dominating, and then, well, you got to get Kobe on board, RIP, my friend. And now, you know, look, I think that Coach K, the ultimate compliment is saying Brad Stevens is a hell of a coach.
0: How how do you think the other countries feel when they're, like, looking at the Team USA roster and it has Kobe Bryant – and it has just a stacked roster. They're like – Russell Westbrook.
1: <clears throat> hey, I'm going to say this, and Ooh. I have never said this before to Jim, and I almost don't even want to say it now. The reason – the best player on that Olympic team during that whole tournament was Carmelo Anthony. If you look back at the points, rebounds – time
2: gold medal.
1: Everything about what he did, if he would have been that player in the NBA, he wouldn't be the the journeyman that has to go all around the league and – you know, take big contracts in New York just so he can, you know, have his own team. If he had been that but, guy, we'd be having a different conversation right now.
2: But the the thing is, I, I now have trouble with Carmelo, and you know why. It was like a dream when he came to OKC, right? My two favorite players playing together. And then that thing was so disastrous, which you predicted to your credit. And well, it now, wasn't hard. Like,
1: that was like yeah. winning the goal with Kobe and LeBron.
2: But here was the thing. If you watched all those games, Westbrook set Melo up with three after three, and dude couldn't make anything. Clearly, just being a spot-up shooter isn't the way he works. But, I mean, for as many threes as I watch him drop in somebody's eye, you can't make an open one to save your life. It bothers the shit out of me.
1: He can make all of them if he had his hoodie on. (laughs) See, here's the problem. You should have –
0: it should have been military or America appreciation night every night. Put him in that red, white, and blue. I bet he makes threes then.
1: <laughs> hey, maybe it's easier when you got Kobe and LeBron and Russ and KD and those guys. And maybe it is easier to play with those guys. Who would have thought? Yeah.
0: So do we all? Do we all have Milwaukee in the finals?
1: No.
2: Oh, okay. I don't either. Oh my God, we're not together. I can't wait till we get to the West. Right. I can't stand that.
1: John, John O, I'm going Celtics for you, baby.
2: Okay. Okay. I, I Hey guys,
0: I, I wouldn't walk. I wouldn't be upset with the Brad Stevens Celtics, but I uh, I'm gonna go Milwaukee.
1: Hey Tony Allen said this a long time ago about Ken Kim, Kimba Walker. He's a human oozy.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I'm gonna say the reason why on the Celtics, you talked about the coach. We talk about how deep they are, whether you're talking about Kimba or Jalen Brown, and I mean they even got Hayward who's just a forgotten person, but I honestly think Jason Tatum is a future top five player, and he's shown what he can do in the playoffs as a young cat. And I just, I think yammed on
1: LeBron.
2: I mean, he's got a poster in his house. That's what he said. His dad's got the same one. But yeah. I think he gets it done. I think he, I think he's not a better player than Giannis. But I think in that series, I predict him to be the better player.
0: Yeah. So, so do you guys know offhand who has won the series between the Celtics and the Bucks?
2: I do not. I don't.
0: It's all good. Neither do I, but I just – I think it, it would be something inter- interesting to look at. Um, you know, how – what does the matchup look like for those two teams who has the win, the most wins in the series between them over the course of the season? Do they have to play each other in the last eight games? Um,
2: you it is know 1-1. They both and we're won talking one
1: about go
2: ahead. Now, they both won one. And in the one that Milwaukee won, Middleton had a huge game. And then in the one Boston won, um, actually Giannis had thirty two, seventeen and seven in the loss. So if that tells you anything, he could be amazing. It's not gonna matter if his troops are not with him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be where it's at. But also, you know, we talk about the age old add again back to the home court thing that role players play great at home, well, that that goes out the window, right, because they're not going to have that swing. When you look at the Celtics, they play a little bit – we call them deep, but they kind of play a shortened rotation in the fact that they got, like – I think they got six or seven guys averaging over 15 minutes, but they got five guys that average over 30 minutes. Tatum, Walker, Brown, Hayward, and I think Marcus Smart. Yeah, Marcus Smart. And then you got Enos Kanter. People forget about that dude. I mean, he's – look, I'm not saying that he's going to go out there and get you 20 and 10, but he's a a veteran. He's a baller. So, where it
0: sits, I got Milwaukee. You guys got Boston in the finals representing the Eastern Conference. Let's switch sides, guys. This is where it's going to get entertaining. And I'm going to start. I I think the eight – the top eight that you see now is exactly how it's going to finish out, I think. Teams are going to start getting really strategic with how they're playing games and who they're playing, and I think they'll win a couple, they'll lose a couple, but in the end it's going to equal out and be exactly where we're at right now. Um, I know probably with us being Memphis fans and supporters, like we we definitely want them in, Um, and I, I don't see anything more than an eight seed for them. But, I mean, that four – I think it's four through seven is, is is tight. So I got the Lakers at the one. I got the Clippers at the two. I got Denver in the three, Utah in the four, OKC in the five, Houston in the six, Dallas in the seven, and Memphis in the eight. Uh, Randy, what's, what's your top eight in the West look like?
1: Exactly like yours. And I say that because this is a – they really, the sixth seed is the better seed for the Rockets. Since we're, I'm kind of jumping on what Jim's going to go into. The Rockets very well could move all the way up, you know, to the, what, the three, well, that'd be kind of nine and a half. Yeah, they could move up to the three, but I could see them moving more into that four five role. But if I'm the Rockets and I'm Tony, I don't mind sitting in that sixth seed. I don't mind it at all playing either Denver or Utah. All
0: right, Jim, how's it shake out for you?
2: All right, well, let me start at the bottom. Start it from the bottom. And that Man, the yeah. Port- the Portland is going to get in to that three-game set with Memphis where they only have to win one. And Dane's going to put the scare of a life into them. But Memphis will be resilient and they will win. But I'm going to say Portland at least takes the first game and scares the piss out of everybody because Dame is that dude, and I know personally because he's done it to my team so much. He waves at us. He points to his imaginary watch. I, he's the only guy I know that's ever been a villain to a team like mine, and I actually find myself liking any he's playing anyone else. So, I think they're going to find a way into that game. And so, just, just to throw that out there, I think there's going to be a play-in series, and I think Portland's going to give Memphis a run.
0: Hey, hold that, on. Hold on. When Dame went off against your team, when was that?
2: In the playoff.
1: Which
0: time? Which time?
2: What do you mean? Every time. But, hey, <laughs> if you're going to make this a Westbrook thing, it was Paul George guarding them one time, and it was oh, – but, but what did, what,
0: happened, what happened to the Trailblazers when they moved on to the next series after OKC?
2: Got, got dusted off.
0: Oh, okay, all right. I just wanted to clarify that for, for the listeners out there. Um, so maybe it was a, a coaching or, or, or players. It wasn't really so much Dame being Dame. It was more so no, you, it, let, it you, days let days you let Dame. the
2: best player beat you. No, That's coaching one-on-one. Like on one, do not let
0: the best player beat you.
2: No, this is one time where Randy will agree with me because I don't know if it's because Westbrook gets all the hype, but Dame – it's not like there was an incident that started their, you know, rivalry. Dame had a chip on his shoulder because Westbrook was getting on hype. Dane couldn't get in the damn all-star game because it was guard heavy. And it was almost like just Dane decided, I'm just going to come into this dude's house and fuck him over every time.
1: And I would love to say that, you know, all that coaching beat him, but let's be real here. Terry Stiles didn't draw up a fucking 38-footer from, you know, mid <laughs> You know, I mean, and then the the Dame time. the the coolest part about that whole scene, in Steve Thunder Curry would, well, I mean, yeah, because he's got <laughs> Steph Curry, right? But the coolest part about the whole thing was that when everybody's like jumping on Dame, he's looking at the camera, just stonewalled. Like, I mean, that's the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life.
2: And that's and that's the reason why. If I'm Memphis, even though you've beaten Portland, I think they've beaten them uh, both times they played them this year. Did I see that right, Randy?
1: Yeah, but look. The Grizzlies aren't scared because they don't know to be scared. Them boys are too young. But I'm, I'm
2: just – I'm just saying I don't want to play him if, you know, even if you have beaten him twice. All I'm saying is because you're not going to hold a psychological edge over that dude. He's not going to – if you would have beaten him four times and you oh, just saying, no, hey, man. Babe, we got to play Memphis, they've beaten us four times. That dude don't care. You just said it. He's going to stonewall us and say, okay, and I'm going to launch from the logo.
1: Yeah, and they but, were uh, due to play the – they were due to play the Trailblazers the very next game before this pandemic hit. Was Dane hurt, though? I don't think he was going to be there. But, hey, fun fact, though, we're going into this. Ja Morant, if they do make the playoffs, he will be the first rookie since Michael Jordan to lead his team in points and assists, a playoff team. Hmm.
2: And if I'm not I, mistaken, it said been
1: a so ever done it. Yeah, I think Elgin Baylor was the other one.
2: Gotcha. So, nice company.
1: Right, if, so. If, he
0: can, if, if he can finish somewhere between Michael Jordan – and and Bayless.
1: Bayless. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'd be sitting pretty. All
2: right. So moving on, I know I took a long time on that, but I think we got a lot of Memphis listeners who might appreciate that. And uh, I actually got a couple of Portland friends as well. Shout out to, to Quez out there. He's probably on a ship right now, but moving on, Dallas uh, will stay in the seventh spot. You know, I, I said that Houston was going to move up past OKC, but after looking at schedules earlier, my greatest fear, Randy, to your point about wanting to match up with Denver, the OKC-Houston match has not went well this year, and I fear that that will end up being the 4-5, if I'm being honest, because I didn't really think Utah was really clicking. And then when you look at what happened um, with, with Rudy and Donovan Mitchell, there is a chance that, that there's chemistry issues, and I just feel like OKC was rolling more, and I think Houston has more potential. So that's what scares me the most. So I, I would like them to stay in the six for that reasoning, but I'm just going to pick it how I believe it to be. And I'm going to say that Utah's in the six, Houston's in the five, OKC's in the four, Denver's in three, Clippers are in two, Lakers in the one. So, yes, uh, wor- worst possible scenario, I think, for the, the first round, other than obviously falling back to the seven with the Clippers who are a matchup nightmare.
0: For everybody. All right, so who moves on? Second round, who moves on, Jim?
2: Lakers, Clippers, which now I got to, if I'm going to play it out like that, I think Denver moves on. I originally had them out. And then, I, I mean, I'm going to be biased. I mean, sh- screw it. I mean, I'm, gonna take I'm not going to take Houston. I'm not going away from this. G- give, me, give me Houston, Westbrook, and Harden. Harden been out of the strip club. Westbrook's been in the gym. Every day. I seen I seen the pictures of him in Compton yesterday. Dude shredded like a machine. Y'all don't want none. Here we go. Is he gonna be wearing them arm sleeves? Yeah, he is. And hey, let me shout out to Compton. Look, my daddy Ice Cube on this T shirt. Anyway, him and him and Russ both in Compton. So I'm basically from Compton by, you know, extension, so
0: It it was Randy was either wear the Ice Cube shirt or wear his arm sleeves, and he knew that he would get so much shit for wearing them arm sleeves. So he take it. Yeah, he he went with Ice Cube, which is probably the better better choice, Joe. I wear the
2: arm sleeves. I was only told that I was required to bring the brush to this episode. That's all I know.
0: Well, it's a good thing you didn't bring arm sleeves, son, because it would be a long night for you. (laughs) You and your 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 nerve block. I still don't understand why you wear those arm sleeves. I,
2: I, I told just, you, man.
1: We're going straight chalk here in the West. I I was the working
2: out because, because I was having pain in my arms. I'm sorry I'm not super fit like you and, you know, you're freaking Iron Man and can run 26 miles. Me and Randy, we fall apart every time we do something.
1: Well, I, know, do you, I don't know that because I don't do anything. Right. You,
2: you don't – have you tried it? You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know one thing. I, I I'm
1: not wearing an arm sleeve when I do it. Thank you. Thank you.
0: You know what? I think what it is is, as y'all's friend, I believe in you more than you believe in yourself.
1: Oh, nobody believes in me more than me. I,
0: I don't know. I, I, I feel like you could be fit and both of you. I mean, I, I, I think I have a lot of belief in both of you guys. So just, just well, know
2: I mean, that. Don't just throw me in a category of him. I may not be shredded like you, but I can toss weight around with the best of them. So don't throw them in the same in category,
1: category with me. What? what yeah. What you like,
2: you know, uh, dad bod, I'm not there yet. I'm like somewhere in
1: between. Yeah. I mean, we've seen you in the pictures, bro. You ain't, you dad bod. It's okay. Man. You just gotta, <laughs> you gotta I got it.
2: I got traps on traps. I got told I was like a Steiner brother three days ago.
1: Oh, they lied to you. Let's move on. We're going to go in the West. Steiner brother now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steiner brother is 65.
2: Yeah, after all the steroids, uh, fatten them out. Is
1: that what you're saying? Hey, look, <laughs> yeah. look, look. Get back on top of it. We're going in the West. It's going chalk. I'm going yeah. Lakers, Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz Thunder, Rockets, Mavs, Grizzlies. And I do think, like Jim said, I think that the Grizzlies are going to have a hell of a time holding off the Blazers and the Pelicans because the NBA really, really, really wants Zion, them young Pelicans. And I think that's the matchup that I really would rather see is the Pelicans and the Grizzlies because – that's the matchup we're going to be seeing for the next 10 years. If everything stays in place, injuries, you know, be damned.
0: Just given, given the distance between the two, I think it would be a great rivalry. I think if we can hold on to players and, and figure out a way to be competitive for the long term, as long as, it, as well as them, I think that would be a great rivalry to have. Um, I got chalk and even moving into the second round, I, I still go. the The only difference is, is, I got the Lakers, the Jazz, the Rockets, and the Clippers.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go on that. I'm going Lakers over the Grizzlies, Clippers over the Mavs, Rockets over the Nuggets. Even though I think we are sleeping a little bit on the Nuggets, they do have the best big man in the game. And I'm gonna. Wait, do... Did
2: you see the pictures of him?
1: Is he fat? Is he Does he look like no. you now? No,
2: actually, he looks like he's all met.
1: Oh no, that's not good. Did he go back home?
2: Yeah. Where's he been doing? mess? I don't
1: know. I'm going A, and I'm going Thunder over the Jazz, because I think even though I spent years, years rooting against CP3, having a veteran presence on your team full of young guys is invaluable.
2: Yeah, I think Alexander benefits so much from playing alongside him and vice versa. When you got a young cat like that who's following his lead, it's really an ideal Batman and Robin situation.
0: So, I mean, I think that's as far as our differences are going to take us, I believe. I mean, I, I foresee it being Lakers and Clippers in the finals.
1: Yeah, same. Same. I got the Lakers beating the Thunder and the Clippers beating the Rockets. And I think that, in look, if the Rockets – Are red hot, that could be for any team. If they get hot, they'll win. I think the Clippers are just too good. They're not going to lose to the Rockets. They can D up too much. You got a guy, you got Kawhi over here and Paul George over here. They're too long, as you would like to say, DB. Long. They can can guard those guys. I'm not saying they're going to stop Harden and Westbrook completely, but if they can absolutely pack the paint and make Westbrook start shooting, oh, it could be a long night for them Rockets.
0: Yeah, I got I got Lakers beating the Jazz and the Clippers beating the Rockets. And, Jim, what's your, what's your Western Conference finals look like?
2: Well, I got the Clippers there, and I don't have the Rockets meeting them in the second round, so I don't have to worry about that matchup number yet. Um, you know, I'm looking back at this game in January where the Rockets won 121, uh, 111 over the Lakers. Westbrook had 41, Covington, shout out you know, huge with his 16 points in his debut. And I don't know, man, I just
1: – This is how you can tell uh, you're a Westbrook fan. You really hang on to the regular season.
2: Oh. that's <laughs> um, And, you know, the first game back, you know, in these eight games, is going to be the Rockets against the Lakers. So, I'm going to get to watch the Lakers lose to the Rockets again in the regular season.
1: <laughs> they don't care. This is going to be the one seed.
2: <laughs> um, Rockets advance. And I'm gonna even say James Harden's on fire, as much as I don't
1: like him. I think you're starting to love him. There's a secret. DB, he really hates him, I but I think you're starting to really like him. It. Like, I, hey, I, I, and you better hope that James Harden isn't the reason the Rockets win, because if he is, I'm gonna be like, see, I told you, he's nothing. He, he's, he's robbing it best.
0: Here, I didn't even want to put them making it out of the first round against Denver, but. I don't know a single player that plays for Denver, to be honest with you. So, I felt like I had to put Houston in there.
2: You don't know Jokic, Jamal Murray. I mean, you've got to know Will Barton.
1: Yeah, Will the Thrill.
0: With the ex- okay, with the exception of Will Barton, but Jokic's when, De- is- when, when Denver is, is playing, when Denver is playing, this dude right here is in bed. When ninety percent of the Western Conference is playing, this guy is in bed.
1: That's actually I mean, true. Can we actually start a petition to get the Grizzlies in the Eastern Conference? For one, it's a it's a weaker <laughs> conference, and for two, I wouldn't have to stay up till 10, 11 o'clock. Especially
2: that argument. The like, first
1: damn the first round they're gonna be playing the Lakers, and I'm gonna have to stay up and watch those blood bats at eleven p.m. Yeah, yeah, I,
2: mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I li- like I like it, especially hmm. when you're on a you're on the last game of an eight game leg parlay. And you got the Lakers oh losing involved, and you stay up till one o'clock and they lose and they make you that money. That is a thrill that y'all don't know about.
1: No, You're no, right. definitely. I don't, You're right. I don't know. That.
0: I, I, I would rather sleep and figure out what happens the
1: next day.
2: Being a degenerate is fun. Y'all should try
1: it. <sighs> no, I'm good. I'm about making that money, not, not wasting that money. Dollar. I, I made money. You made, you made plenty, huh? Sarah, you reading It Everybody said he made plenty. Yeah. He don't need to make no more. Nope.
0: All right, Jim. Oh.
2: Who's in the finals, Jim? Who you got? I mean, this is where I can't, no matter what bias I want to do, I can't be, have the Rockets beating the Clippers. They are a matchup nightmare as far as when you talk about defenders. Unfortunately, Patrick Beverly will be all in Westbrook's head. It's, it's amazing how he led such an inferior player piss him off so bad. I think Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are going to take turns just frustrating the mess out of James Harden. You're going to have to depend on the other guys. You know, Eric Gordon, even still, whoever's not Gordon Harden, I assume, would have that role. I just don't see them being able to do anything. I even would even say that maybe goes five games as much as I hate it. That, that thing might be a bloodbath.
0: Randy, who's moving on to the finals? Lakers in seven over the Clippers. Whew. Okay. Okay. I got the Clippers. I think it's gonna be seven, but I think the Clippers are gonna, are gonna take it and I'll take it a step further. I have LA and Milwaukee and the NBA finals. And I'll be honest, I think I got the Clippers going four games to nothing or four games to one. I, I think it's gonna be a quick, quick series. Jim, you you have Boston and L.A. Uh, or the Clippers. Who's who's taking home the crown?
2: Tatum Finals MVP. Brad Stevens getting it done. My boy John, who barely watches any games, but will definitely claim them. We'll be celebrating.
0: All right, Randy. Lakers or the Celtics?
1: Lakers, and it's in in six games. I think the Celtics. Uh, they could be there. They're not there yet.
0: Guys, this is unprecedented. We all have three different teams that we think is going to win the finals. Like, if this isn't set up for some type of bet or challenge, we would be missing out on a golden opportunity here. Um,
2: you know it'll be none of us. You know the bucks will take it now.
0: And that's, that's fine. I mean, I, I have no – Interest in the Lakers winning. I mean, I would be all right with Boston winning, but if I yeah, because Boston
1: never wins championships. Yeah, but the whole fucking city every damn year. The Red Sox, the Patriots. I mean, if they lose Tom Brady and the Red Sox manager gets fired before he even started, and they lose the finals, burn that sonbitch to the ground.
0: To the ground. Don't forget about the Bruins. Bruins win. What, Did what you bring they, up hockey is that, on is our
1: <laughs> i just kidding. Just kidding. There, are th-
2: there are things that you don't do, and you don't bring up certain sports, and that's that's one of them. We're not talking about that on here. you
0: are not talking about soccer? Okay, agree. No,
2: no, I, hockey. I, I hey, never hold on.
1: You watch my never you. are we talking about soccer on here unless we're talking about Taylor. That's it. I think we'll talk NASCAR before we talk soccer. No
2: nah, hard pass. I'm out on NASCAR.
1: I'm um, a. Hey, although Casey Sigler, I got to point something out to you, bro. You said don't talk about MMA. It's one of the rising sports, bro. Can't talk about MMA. Conor McGregor retiring for the fourth time in five years. John Bones Jones out there trying to preach the kids what not to do after he just overdosed for the seventeenth time. We got a lot to talk uh, about. Hey,
2: speak, speaking mm. of MMA. Hey, speaking of MMA. Shout out Randy to our boy J.R. Smith, who we uh, took a picture with on. Bill Street for going straight MMA on some dude in the street. I didn't even see any pictures of anything happening to his truck. I'll be honest with you. I think J.R. Smith is put out there whoops whooped his ass.
1: Yeah, and then he he was like, you know what, let me beat these guys to the punch. Because, look, he did. He even got on there and said, I whooped his ass. Shout nice. out, J.R. We saw him with a pool cue heading over to the billiards. Me and Jim were out. I don't even remember what game we went and saw that night.
2: It was the, it was the Grizzlies, and they were playing for, uh, I think, uh he was – because I went to see Melo, I think. Was he on the Knicks with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so – hey, I remember you talking himself. about
2: – look, quote Randy said, I hate that son of a bitch. And then next thing you know, he's walking down the street. I said, hey, man, will you take me? a, uh, take a picture of me and him? He said, well, I want to get in it. So, I, uh, I like how he changed shit. real quick.
1: <laughs> I would not do that to Russell Westbrook, though. I'm going to tell you that right now. Well, you – hold on,
2: time out. No, I'm called bullshit. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say what's up to Westbrook?
1: D.B., would you say what's up to James Harden? Yeah, I think I would.
0: <laughs> I think I would. <laughs> he uh, first pet beard. I, I got to take advantage of opportunities, and that would have been a lost opportunity. I could have said, hey, what's up? You suck. <laughs> but you never know. Like he might, he might hit me with a 12-piece like J.R. Smith. Like, I ain't –
1: I mean, one thing we know is that if we did see Russell Westbrook out on the streets, he'd be snarling and mean mugging everybody in sight. Yep,
0: just from a distance, just peering,
1: peering at everybody.
2: All right.
0: so we Time
2: out. Time out. Because we've been talking about Disney and we're talking about Westbrook. Daniel, you don't know this story, but Randy does. My wife once had a dream, and Randy knows right where I'm going with this. So she had a dream. (laughs) And we were going to Disney World, and it was when the Thunder were in the Western Conference Finals, and she said, I had the craziest dream. And we were fixing to go to Disney the next week, and she said, I had a dream that you left us at Disney World. And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, yeah, you saw Westbrook and the Thunder players going to a restaurant, and so you just up and left us, and I couldn't find you. And so, yeah, my wife legitimately had a dream that I saw Westbrook uh, at Disney World, and I rolled out.
1: She saw a premonition is what she saw. She <laughs> when, saw when did future. y'all go to Disney? When, when was this?
2: Man, which uh, time? That, that was the worst part. I watched Game 7. Which time? Shut up, Randy. Game 7 in a hotel in Atlanta and watched the Thunder lose and then had to go to the happiest place on Earth, so-called. And my wife's going to talk about you mean, Mug, and walking into Disney World. Man, I just watched my boys lose in seven to the Warriors for a 3-1 lead. Who am I supposed to be happy about? And then I'm going to walk into It's a Small World and listen to those crazy puppets.
0: Did, is that the year you came and visited one of your best friends? Or is that the year you just said, nah, I'm good?
2: I think I didn't visit you that year. I think I visited you the year before and the year after.
0: Okay. Hey, hey
1: let's talk I'm about something. I'm pretty sure
2: every, every time I've
0: come to Memphis, I've visited Jim.
1: Damn, never, never me though. Now that we know we got Miss Knight in common, it's it's a hey, right, you
0: know I, shout ne- out Miss
1: Knight. Miss Knight. Hey, but let's he- talk about something for a second. The we're talking about Disney World, happiest place on earth, and we're talking about how they've been shut down, not opening back up, how what a perfect shot in the arm this is. What do you guys what's it gonna look like? Are these guys gonna be hanging out? Surely you're not gonna get all these dudes. So many of them are close friends. And they're not going to be in each other's hotel rooms smoking cigars, doing whatever they do, right? They're going to be kicking it.
0: There may be protocol that won't allow them to leave the hotel, but if I'm in charge of policing LeBron James and LeBron James says I'm leaving,
1: I what are okay. you going to do? Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Well, I mean, we talk slid, about the size of it. Slip me,
2: slip me a hundred, and I
0: you can go wherever <laughs> hey. you want. Well, i drive, drive to you is, over there. Who,
2: yeah. I, all I want to know is who's delivering pizza because that's going
1: to be something Ooh. that they're looking for. I bet, yeah. If the eight guys show up with it, you better not eat that shit. <laughs> Listen, but they talk about the size of it. You know, people talk, how the hell are they all going to fit in Disney World? Well, I've heard people say that. So I actually looked this up. Where they're going to be? It's 25,000 acres of real estate. That's twice the size of Manhattan. And when people think about Manhattan, it, it's huge, right? I know you guys. I know I've been there. I'm sure you guys have two world travelers if you are. So I guess in a lot of people's mind they got Disney World. I know that people think it's huge, but talking about putting twenty two teams into this space, I am curious to see how they're all gonna make it work. There's no way you can keep these guys separated. Well, I don't think well, the parks are closed though, are they? Yeah. During they this time all opening. the parks, I thought they were opening. I thought they
0: it
2: was opening.
1: I thought it was mid July that they're gonna be open. But there, I mean,
0: there's going to be a period be of, of time where there's going to be the public there and these NBA folks there.
2: Well, Daniel, uh, are they at? Are they at where the worldwide of sports is? Is that what we've determined yeah. for real? Yeah,
0: okay. they are there.
2: Yeah, but there's only,
0: uh, as far as I've seen, I've I've only been there to see Memphis Tigers play basketball there, and there's only one arena on that camp, on that site. So I don't know. I imagine
2: that area would be secluded if that's where they are. But since you brought up the one arena thing, that's my biggest question because me and you differ on that. You said you think they'll be playing games like every day. Uh, You know, every team will be playing like every day, and I think it'll be normalcy where you have like days off. Uh, What do you think, Randy? Because me and him have already discussed that.
1: I think they're gonna. Man, I think they're gonna play multiple games a day, but they're they're only gonna play one. Yeah,
0: I think they're gonna treat it as the NCAA like those host sites and they're going to have blocks of time for four teams and they're going to do sessions. Like we're going to, I think what makes it more difficult is that you're going to have to clean a bunch of stuff. But I think if you don't have the fans in the arena, it makes it much easier. So like I, I would foresee at least those eight games that all those teams are playing, like, them running them through there, two games, maybe even, you know, three games a day. they are still, correct,
2: and that's going to benefit the young teams when you were talking about that earlier because, I mean, guys like Job ja be all right to play that many games
1: in a day. Oh, For sure. But, look, I'm looking at it now. They said that the league is going to use two hotels, the 443-room Four Seasons is high on the draft board, and the ultra-exclusive area near the center of Disney World called Golden Oak. I don't know about any of those because – Well, i stay in the Motel 6. They leave a light on for me.
0: That's true. That's all you're going to be able to get when those guys come to town. Um, It's going to be interesting. I'm really curious to see how this is going to play out. I mean, they could do it like – I hate to say this, but they could do it like soccer and have those guys play multiple games at one site and then not play again for a week. And then they play – Two games at a site and then not play again for a week. Be be interesting. Yeah,
1: they're only playing at the arena, so they're going to have the HP Fieldhouse, the Visa Athletic Center, and then the arena. So I think it's going to be interesting, though, how ESPN obviously the big winner in all this and how they broadcast it. It's going to look great optically, but you know when you're having your draft when you're looking from the outside, but inside the games, what are we looking into the stands and seeing nothing? Are they just going to turn the lights off like the Lakers do. Where you don't even see the fans, so it just, it's not that much of a distraction because it would be. Uh,
2: we're no, we're used to see seeing that. people
1: on the sidelines. You didn't yeah. see that? Uh,
2: they're going to use the, uh, they're going to use like uh, from the video games, like 2K thing, they're going to use the sound effects for the uh, crowd noise. Really? They talked about that earlier. That's,
1: that's going to be really weird. Like LeBron I mean, goes to yam on somebody. Weird, no matter
2: what.
1: LeBron or Jason Tatum yams on LeBron, and then there's just.
2: <sighs> okay, I got a question for you, and I'm not trying to get into this topic. It was just actually a question that I, I had uh, asked me earlier. Being that, you know, with all this stuff going on with the Anthem, with the way these games will be set up, all that will be eliminated, right? They, won't, they wouldn't even have that.
1: Why wouldn't they? Still be If you're running game?
2: through game after game like that and you're not doing it through – I mean, I would even venture to say, I don't even know if you do, like, unless you have the televised game, because I don't know if they're all going to be televised at every place. Oh, I feel like yes, you might sir. Starting lineup.
1: No, you no, think these Every are,
2: single game. Every
1: single yeah. game.
0: You're, you're talking about Disney, man.
1: You're talking about ESPN. What I say earlier, four hundred and eighty one million loss in ad revenue. Yes. They're all gonna be broadcast.
2: So if it, there's if there's games going on three different sites, what you going where are you going with it then? ESPN, ESPN two, and then what? A B C?
1: Sure. Sure.
0: The Ocho, bro. Ocho, Ocho. The Wizards. The Wizards are getting put on the Ocho
1: every time. So you,
2: so you think Look, everything's normalcy the, the national anthem, the starting lineup, all that stuff. It's going to be normal setting.
1: Well, normal per se, but without getting into political thing, I don't think any, you're going to see a whole lot of kneeling for sure. But, yes, I think they'll have it.
2: Well, that's why I brought it up because I thought to myself – you know, with all the things being different, you just eliminate that from even being a part of the whole scenario and a distraction. Let's just play basketball.
1: Yeah, but what if LeBron and the, and the guys are like, you know, well, you're just trying to silence our voice, and then you got a disaster on your hands. Right. Yeah. Okay. It,
0: the, the NBA is, has done everything, in my opinion, right so far. And I think this will be something where they play the anthem and you choose to do what you want. When that, when that happens, I think that if, if anything, they might play the anthem to start the day's session if they have multiple games, and then that's it. They just play it one time. If you're the team and game one for the day, then you hear the anthem. If not, then you may not hear the anthem.
2: Well, I just had a thought when, you, when, we, when we brought that up, and you, and you said something earlier, and that soccer made me think about just the Olympics. What if to start the whole thing, you did almost like the Olympic ceremony where all the teams – or where all the countries walk in. You do it with all the teams, and they, and they do like a walk-in and an introduction. You do a whole big thing about it, introducing the NBA back. Uh,
0: I think it would be cool is if they turned the lights out and had just lights on the court, but they set up the court inside to make it look like they're playing, like, street ball, like, on, like – an outdoor court they put chain nets and they have just like not a whole lot of like bells and whistles and they just go back to how they played when they were kids just just getting after it
2: but I mean
1: I'm I'm really curious on how it's all gonna go down from a logistical standpoint and on the protocols you talked about you know the separation and I mean obviously they're gonna take their temperatures you know, before and they're going to be testing them and all that other stuff for the antibodies and whatever. But I mean, there's—I don't know, man. This—it's going to be—it's going to be, it's going to be if difficult. If you're
2: positive, you're out. You did see that. If they're positive, I, I did. So it doesn't matter. If your team's rolling, and you're in, or whatever. You test positive, man. They're not going to sit around and wait for you to come back. No, which could going to keep going. that?
1: And that's what—that's another thing too. So you—you you like this could be. Imagine the—the the backlash. If uh the twelfth player on the Lakers bench tests positive and LeBron and A D are out. I mean, imagine that. Or uh, the Clippers or the Bucks or the those big teams. I mean, it's gonna be crazy. Then, yeah, then
2: you get the asterisk.
1: Then you get the asterisk because I mean it I mean that, that would be less Wild. We're dealing with obviously it's unprecedented, but I think we're we could be in for a uh absolutely musty TV because if they kick out LeBron and whew, well, let's,
0: let's let's answer this question then. Who is one? What team is one player away from just being done?
1: That's That's an actual contender.
0: Yeah, I mean, of our
1: of our of
0: our eight eight playoff teams in East Conference. Well, yeah, no, Randy's
2: right. It's the Bucks, but then then I was thinking the Heat because without Jimmy B, they ain't done.
1: Oh, I don't think – I think they got a lot of young talent. To but, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. But, yeah, I think the Bucks. – I'm not saying Chris Middleton's not a good player because he is, but, yeah, the, you take away Giannis and it's over.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think he's he's the one key contributor on that team that, like, everything runs through that guy. So, if he's not on the court, it might be a, a tough road for the Bucs.
2: All right, so let me ask one last question, and then we'll, and then we'll move on to Daniel's favorite player. I got a question. So, Randy, I know you believe in having best-on-best best competition just like any competitor would, but would you be mad, you just brought up that Lakers scenario, if it was a 2-2 series between the Grizzlies and the Lakers and poor – well, it's not even take LeBron out. Poor Anthony Davis tested positive and couldn't be there. Are you mad?
1: I'm going to be like, you know what, this is God's plan. I mean, you know, he, just, he had other other plans for UAD. See you later. See you next year.
2: All right, there it is. Now, oh. if Ja
1: Morant, if, they're t- if it's 2-2 and Ja Morant tests positive, I'm saying that it was planted and somebody did it to him.
2: <laughs> That's a fact. All
0: right, so – Let's let's end it with some with some hot debate, and you both can't pick the same player. Like, with the exception of Luca, Randy, give me a player on any team that, and you got to have some argument for why they should be my favorite player. Because currently, I I just realized this. I love all sports, but not every sport. I have a favorite player. So I think for basketball, like especially with it being um, at the forefront, I think I need a favorite player. So help me decide. I'm I'm going to listen to you guys' arguments, and I'll make a decision in the next, next week's podcast. I will be sure to let everyone know who my new favorite player
1: is. Oh, the teaser. I like it. So, all right, we've got to quantify this. Are we talking, like me, my favorite players aren't always stars, right? Like, that's not how I roll.
0: So, I, I think what might be helpful is you guys ask me some questions about what I feel is important, and I'll give you some answers, and then you can formulate an opinion based on those answers that I Do they,
1: Okay, I'll go first. Do they have to be a star? Of, they have to be the best player on their own team?
0: No. So, my, my last – the last time I had a favorite player was Tony Allen. So oh, yeah. So not okay. necessarily good one he was great defensively, not necessarily the greatest offensively. First team. Yes. Okay, sir.
2: well, right there you said defensively. All right. So my question is since you said Tony on may have took a while. Oh, Jim, question. you gonna go first? I thought I would No, I was gonna go no ask if it had to be a two way player. Brady said he'd ask a question first. I thought yeah, I got the next they, question. You do. They
0: they can we'll be a two way player, but they don't have to be.
2: Okay.
1: I got one, man.
0: Uh, I'll tell you some things. I appreciate grind and hustle and defense and and teamwork and being a stand-up guy over anything. Now, if that means you're the best offensive player and you can do those other things, then I'm okay with that. Um, I am a big proponent of loyalty. I'm a big proponent of sacrificing themselves and leading by example. So those are things that are important to me when it comes about
2: age.
0: Age. So the only thing I'll say about age is it's, it's only a factor because I want to be able to support this person for a long time. So I would say a long time is eight years. We'll put it there. Eight years. And, I think that, that means Westbrook is out. <laughs> He's Harden, out for so many Harden, other reasons. Harden is out for every Dude, reason imaginable.
2: When we originally planned this, I was going to have five different pictures of Westbrook. I was going to have, you know, I was going to call one the Brody, one Little Anger. I was going to have every, every version of him, his horrible fashion sense. I was going to have him try to break a rim. I was going to have him even the – Randy would have loved it. I was going to have the one where he took six steps and traveled and didn't even dribble the ball. I was even gonna
1: have traveling Westbrook. Yeah, he never did put that ball down. He just kept on rolling.
2: And Durant when, was quick to point him out.
1: Yeah. When when Randy called us
0: world travelers, I I thought he was referring to Westbrook.
1: Westbrook and Harden. That's why they go so well as teammates. Look, man. All right, look. I got one for you. I got one for you. Look, it doesn't you, have to be
0: just one. You can give no, no, me a. No, a, a no, collection. no, no, my, my
1: very first one. I'm, I'm, we're going to go here. Go I, here. I'm going to tell you he's, he's, he fits a lot of what you're saying. Plays hard defense, stand-up guy, a little bit underrated, coming out of college, young, efficient, is all get out, passes the ball, does the right thing, and has a silky, smooth floater. You don't even have to trade in your Grizzlies jersey. None other than Mr. Brandon Clark. That's number one. Um, you got to look at this guy. Efficiency out the frame. He's like 10 times more efficient than, well, we don't even have to say he it. He don't hey, want
2: to show Bob as his favorite player. Listen,
1: let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let's go down to, let's hey, go down uh, to percentage. I might. Yeah. We're going to go down a 40% three-point shooter, right? I mean, Russell Westbrook is like 22%. We ain't going to get all that. 62% field goal. I mean, this guy's efficient as all get out. His defensive efficiency is good. And, by the way, he play, he's all out. He's diving all over the ground, blocking balls, doing the right thing, making the right pass. He's call, talking on defense. And, he, and he's right here in your favorite city in the world, Memphis, Tennessee. All right. That's, that's, see, Randy
0: knows how to, how to pull at the heartstrings. He knows he, – he, he knew what he was doing with that first, with that first pick. All right, Jim, give me, give me one. And then okay. I'm going to go back to Randy.
2: I had a plan. As soon as you took Luca out, I didn't have to look or discuss anymore. I've been talking about him through these predictions. Jason Tatum, two-way player, young stud, averaging currently 24-7-3. He's got a 20.41 PER. Dude's a stud. He dunked on LeBron, like Randy said. Duke product, young kid. Got to love his athleticism. Got to love his heart and effort. Dude said... In
1: the podcast I listen to, he ain't scared of no one. Give me that guy, okay, Randy, give me another one, man, Jim, you know, you knew where I was going with this. We said it in the text i I, I was going Jason Tatum, but you know since we're sticking man, this is uh it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, man, young. I'm, I'm trying to really think DB right here. I'm trying to go DB. You want to – because I know you, man. You don't want a guy that's just out here being flashy. You, you want a worker, a worker bee.
0: Mm-hmm. I <sighs> need somebody that, that that's going to grind.
2: Randy, maybe he should like Jokic so he can like a Denver player because he don't know none.
1: I mean, I thought he was going to – Will the Thrill would be an easy one for him, but, I mean, I, you know, he don't even – he don't stay up late enough to watch them. So, I'm trying to stay oh, East yeah, Coast. Oh, yeah, we got we to gotta stay East Coast for sure. We gotta stay But here's here's
0: what I will say. Maybe that will be incentive for me to stay up and watch it.
1: Look, we're gonna go snake style draft. Let Jim pick another one. I I gotta think for a second. I gotta think I gotta think like I gotta B D B right now.
2: Oh, you pulled a curveball. I thought I had time. You gonna do that to me? Okay, okay. All right, so we're just throwing guys out there. This doesn't have to be definitive. Let me just go ahead. Uh, my next guy was West Coast. just pulled, I don't think he's ever gonna stay up that late. I'm not doing it. He, he's not. not doing it. All right, right, all right,
0: all right, all right. Y'all yeah, um, have zero faith in me,
2: <laughs> dude. You go to. I can't believe you're up this late for a podcast. Quit playing.
0: I'm I'm off work for five weeks, so that that helps.
2: Uh. All right, I'm going to do this. This wouldn't have been my next guy in line, but just because I'm looking east, I'm thinking of uh, flashy fun. Uh, give me Zach Levine. Uh, dude.
1: Boo. That dude, hey dude can, don't play no defense.
2: He he said he didn't have to play both ways, but that dude could yam on anybody, and I love that. That wouldn't have been my next guy, but, you know, I'm thinking east coast, and then you flipped it on me and made me hurry up and go.
1: All right, all right, all right, all right. Sticking – so I'm going to go East Coast, and this is a big name. I don't think he's the best player on his team, but he is a two-way player. Uh, he's doesn't shoot the three at all, though, but I'm going to go Ben Simmons because he does everything on the basketball And He's long. Court well. and
2: he's long.
1: Very long. <laughs> now,
0: now you guys are speaking my language. See? You guys are, are... –
1: I mean, we're talking about a six three, two hundred and thirty pound guy. I mean, he gets a lot of uh, you know comparisons to LeBron, but I mean, he—I think you he, say six three? No, six
2: ten,
1: two thirty.
2: I was like, that—that that came out of my because I heard it wrong. I was like, I know he didn't say six
1: three. No, six no, ten. Like, he's a—he's a center. Is
0: there—is there anybody in the Orlando, Miami area that? fits the the criteria.
1: Yeah. Just saying that because Bam Adebayo.
2: Mobamba.
1: Mobamba. <laughs> well, just you know like
0: way. like if I if if I felt like getting out one night and and checking out my favorite player, I could Bam. I could take a little road trip.
1: Look, Bam you know Adebayo, dude, dog. dude is hey hey Look, Bam's got some limitations. He's he's not like he's a he's a two-way player, but he's not going to be out there like knocking the nets down, but he's look, I'm telling you that if you want a my a Florida guy, which I don't know why you would, but he could be he be your guy. Okay. You got Tom Brady and and Gronk there. You don't need anything else in Florida.
0: I need something to to, to occupy my time and to those dudes
1: He's a young guy. Bam is. He's averaging 15, 4.5, and a block. I mean, the only other player averaging those two numbers, those numbers is MVP Giannis.
0: Jim, how would you feel if I had a Bam Miami Vice jersey? Oh,
2: man. I mean, that joke is fresh. I mean, go for it. All
0: right. One more, Jim. One more.
2: Oh. All right, you know what? I'm going to – you know, people always compare Ja to Westbrook, and that drives Randy nuts because it really – there's a lot of differences. So, what I'm going to do is give you the guy who really is closest to Russell Westbrook, and I'm going to give you a West Coast challenge. Randy, without saying, do you know who I'm saying?
1: Uh, De'Aaron Fox?
2: De'Aaron, I said without saying, but, yes, De'Aaron oh, my Fox. Bad. De'Aaron Fox. From Kentucky, which I know is going to hurt you even worse. I'm challenging you with West. Coast oh no! Don't do Kentucky it, DB.
1: See, look, DB. When you go back to make your decision, all I really right. want you to focus in on what I said. I was picking people that you know I thought were you, man. I wasn't picking these UK John Calipari coach guys, but
2: man. His you guy was Luca, and he threw it out the window. I had it all said. There was I had the case built for Luca.
1: Hey, look, I was going to throw in Shea Gilges alexander but I didn't because of this very reason. I, didn't, I wanted to go with people that represented who DB is as a human, and this tells me who you think he is. All right.
2: No, I'm challenging him. Dan, Daniel's greatest thing is he likes to be challenged in life.
0: So yeah, but, let, yeah, let, me, let me ask you this. What if I did research and came up with a totally different player?
1: Well, then you'd be foolish because we just gave you the best ones. I mean, that's, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just
0: kidding. kidding. Yeah, uh, you, I, I, you better
1: I, stick. Look, you got three guys to pick from on the Grizzlies. You got Clark, you got Ja, and you got Jaron Jackson Jr.
2: Why didn't we? Why didn't you say Ja? Why did you go Clark? Just out of curiosity.
1: Because I'm, I'm he said he, he wanted. I wanted I'm somebody that represented it. who DB is.
0: I'm glad he didn't. Ja and. You know, and Jared, they're the they're the sexy picks. They're they're everyone likes them. Like DB, DB. I'm not I'm shout not shout out Miss Knight, bro. Miss Knight. Miss Knight taught me one thing. It's it's not about like the face, it's about what you stand for. So like I don't I don't need the face of the franchise. I need the guys that are that are gonna lift those dudes up. I, I
1: Hey, I gotta point something out. Earlier, you you know, you were you know, you're always the mediator between Jim and I, but earlier you said there are no winners and losers, but I mean, I'm pretty sure I just won this one. This I'm pretty sure I just won with everything you just said. I mean, I think I can I think I can
2: trump everything you said and win this whole thing right now. You ready, Daniel? You want to know who I actually think should be your player after this season ends? It's going to be Precious and wherever he lands.
1: No, that's awful. That's 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 No, you're, because you're Daniel, bleeds,
2: Daniel bleeds Tiger Blue and that reaching. Dude, that dude impressed him all year with how he went through everything he did and had to carry that team on his back after Wiseman. And so I think Daniel would gladly follow Precious. You know, we'll
0: follow I, him. and, and what's, what's great about that is my daughter will watch every basketball game that I put on and every player is Precious. <laughs> it, could be, it could be the Miami Heat and there's Precious. It could be... Colorado Buffalo's, there's precious. Like, this it,
2: Westbrook, you better correct it.
0: Well, I you think I'm watching Westbrook?
2: Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do.
0: He, he ain't coming on Sun Sports. Hey, let me
2: t- let me tell you something, and and I'm not saying best player. Keyword, I'm gonna say I'm going this is the last thing I'm gonna say about Westbrook. Most polarizing player in the NBA. And Randy's scratching his head, but I have a lot of NBA analysts who agree with me because you don't know what you're going to get, but you know you're going to get 100% effort, and you might, he might cuss a ball boy out in Memphis, or he might gang all
1: over somebody right. for the weird. I think the most polarizing player in the NBA is LeBron, though, because he's the most outspoken on everything. He's the most polarizing.
0: Yeah, good good or bad? Yeah good, or bad. yeah,
1: good or bad. Oh, you're insane.
0: All right, guys. So we got to wrap this up. I got a lot, a lot to, to think about and process. Uh, Jim, you actually threw a wrench in, and I know Randy is is not agreeing with with Precious, but I I don't think I can wait that long. I think I I got to pick somebody now, and the like inquiring minds want to know. Like, I I need to just commit, and whatever happens to Precious, I can like him too, but. Whoever I pick will forever be my favorite player until they retire. So Well, let
2: me tell you something before you pick, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say. I'm not picking the, tonight. I know, but. but in the last seven days, you know, you already dropped this Miss Night thing on me inside it with Randy. If you pick one of his picks, uh, you know, I might trade uh change my travel plans here two weeks and not come to Tampa. You know what I'm saying? I may have to uh I may have to go somewhere else.
1: That's fine, because Randy will be coming not too long after that. That's right. I'm coming. It's two weeks later, baby. Let's go, Tampa. (laughs) Hey, we're going to – and look, when we get down there, we're going to find Miss Knight on social media, and she's going to be like, I don't know who the hell these guys are. She may not even still be alive. Shout out to your family, though. Yeah, I mean,
0: you know, Miss Knight, she produced, like –
1: Some studs, man.
0: Like I I would say – My sister and Randy and myself are up there, but I'm sure she produced great talent from that kindergarten class. Um, You know, it it would be interesting to get all of Miss Knight's graduates together in a room. I mean, we would probably solve world peace, and we would probably, you know, find the cure for cancer. So... Trying to
2: feel nauseous. Can you, like, wrap that
1: up? Let's. Hey, before you go, though, let's write this down. So, on, on my side, we got... BC, Brandon Clark, right? The, he's going to be the winner. Uh, who was your pick, Jim?
0: Jason Tatum.
1: Tatum was good. That's a good pick. That's who I was going to pick. Who was your second one? It was some crappy pick. Levine. Zach Levine. That's your
2: fault. You forced me into that, 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 that
1: pick. Okay, that pick's out. Who was my, my fourth one?
0: You had Ben Simmons, and then you had Bam
1: well, out of he, bio, he, he might pick
2: me. Ben Simmons though because he's long. I mean, I really think he might go that well,
1: direction. No, hey, look it. Look up Bam. He he's even longer. That dude's wingspan is like <laughs> eight feet. And then De'Aaron
2: Fox.
0: Yeah, and Jim's got oh, De'Aaron Fox.
1: See, Jim, you can tell Jim, Jim doesn't pick. First of all, the guy's trying to pick you UK players. That's ridiculous. And then on top of that, he's trying to pick you guys that don't play any defense other than Tatum. That's it. Levine and and. De'Aaron, they don't even they don't get them get on the other side. They're snowboarding.
0: I mean, uh, on on the surface, like there's three guys out of the six that that really separate themselves. Um, so I mean, it's it's probably going to come down to those those. If those you take a
2: Memphis player, that's weak.
1: Nah, bro. Brandon Clark is everything. He is you, DB. The guy's upstanding. Grinder doing both sides. I I even heard he did CrossFit before these come findings the last couple of days.
0: <laughs> the, the CEO did come out and, and issue a, a, a apology, but it's it's
1: it's falling on Brandon Clark's deaf ears.
0: Yeah, I know it's falling on everyone's deaf ears. This is the end of CrossFit as we know it. So, Daniel, hey
2: Daniel, I tell you what, if if the if my picks hold up. When you talk about bets, I think uh, I'm going to have to pick your workouts from here on out. And if, I, if, if yours hold up, uh, I'll start running. How about that?
0: Okay. I mean, uh, run, running is free. So even better. But I
2: don't want to run unless I have to.
0: You see, Randy ain't saying a word about running. Yeah,
1: I mean, y'all, y'all were talking. I was really, I had just signed up for my consultation at CrossFit Mechanics. Uh-huh. When all this came out, now now I'm I'm just shook. Now
0: you're you're you pulling it off, to me. Sorry, I can't I can't be a part of that. I'm I'm shook, man.
1: No, I
2: hey, I'm, but just remember, Randy, before you go work out, you can get a pair of arm sleeves on Amazon for fourteen seventy nine.
1: You know, if I was uh, if we were still at Bolton High School, circa two thousand, man, I got you. But in the year twenty twenty, and I'm thirty five years old, I'm good.
2: How many
0: how many color combinations of camouflage arm sleeves do you own, Jim? Digital
1: camouflage,
2: six digital. <laughs> But, no, my Memphis Tiger Blue and black was got stolen from the DeSoto Athletic Club out of the locker. I'm pretty pissed off. It
1: was some 12-year-old kid that was like, Mom, Dad, look at this.
2: <laughs> you know, he I put know, him I on as his leg old, sleeve. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, that now you can say it, because he doesn't say, when I was a 12-year-old kid, because I wear the largest size available, because I got big arms, you know, Daniel, something you don't know nothing about.
1: I mean, I wear the big – look, I'm going to tell you right now, I I, I wear a two extra large on these sleeves too,
2: because. <laughs> hey. All right.
0: Oh, man, a lot to think about. It was good good to uh, finally get some NBA action in. So if you're listening and you have some insight to these six players that should be my favorite, please leave us some comments because I'm going to do some research and I'll be willing to take anybody's comments and research uh, in the feeds. Other than that, guys, that's all we got for episode eight. Breaking down the NBA, I'm looking forward to some action here in about, I don't know, a little over a month. Uh, For myself, we are in off the bench, and we'll see you guys next week.